Adonai Rui, Lo, Exar. These are the original Hebrew words of the first verse of the best-known psalm in the Bible. Adonai Roi, Lo Exar, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Many look upon these words in this psalm as, as great words of comfort, and that they are. They are also words of unshakable confidence. They are unshakable because they rest upon an unshakable promise. This morning, our theme for this first verse of, of Psalm 23 is this. Your shepherd gives what you will need. Your shepherd gives what you will need. First, on this Mother's Day weekend, we will see that this promise is for all moms. And second, we will see that this same promise is for all of us. Let's take these Hebrew words one by one. First of all, Adonai. Word referencing the name the Lord, the, the special name that the Lord took for himself to emphasize that he is a God who keeps his promises, especially his promise to save his people from their sins. Adonai Roi, the Lord is my shepherd. Not simply a shepherd, but my shepherd. The Lord has claimed me as his own, and, and I am his. Adonai, Roi, Lo Exar. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The writer of these words is David, shepherd boy who became king. As David looked at his present and at his future, he knew that he would lack nothing. He knew he would possess all he needed. For he knew that the shepherd who had claimed him as his own was the Lord. And when the Lord himself is your shepherd, you will lack nothing. And so mothers, happy Mother's Day for your devotion, for your commitment, for your faithfulness, for your sleepless nights, for your sacrifice to your families. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are a unique and precious gift from God, and we are grateful to God for you. And on this day, we want to see that this promise from our Good Shepherd includes you. One of you approached me and made the observation that while many sermons for Father's Day a lot of Father's Day sermons do not hesitate to point out all the ways in which we as fathers 
struggle with our sinful nature and, 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 and often do not fulfill our roles as fathers, that very often when it comes to Mother's Day sermons, we don't tend to go into that area. Okay, fair enough. And so moms, with, with your permission, with your permission, let's let the Lord shed some light in that area because moms struggle with their old sinful natures too. And so moms, how many times has it happened that you've, that you've sliced your, your child with a, a cutting, sarcastic remark because your teeth are on edge and you're frustrated and in the moment you think that kid's got it coming? Or how many times has, has your, your patience, your patience, in your heart of hearts you know it's just kind of a cover for your unwillingness to exercise faithful, careful discipline? How many times have, in a bad moment, you've perhaps treated your husband with some contempt in front of the kids? Mothers of adults, how many times have you used motherly concern? Motherly concern maybe is a little bit of a power play. Perhaps to exercise a little bit of control over your daughter's family or your son's family because you are just driven to thinking that I'm right on this and they better figure it out. Or moms of all ages, how many times... As we all do, we love to rationalize, don't we? Has it ever happened that you've rationalized your, some of your wrongs by assuming that, well, a mother's love is never wrong. My, my heart's in the right place. Well, dear sisters in Christ, as you painfully know from your own experience, sin affects everything in this broken world, and sin infects motherhood too. And as a result, the, the failures of mothers lie open before the God before whom we all are accountable in, in all of our roles in life. But moms, that's why you have a shepherd. A shepherd who gave his life for the sheep. A shepherd who gave his life for you. Washed away in Christ are any any sins of, of apathy. Washed away in Christ are the sins of lost tempers. Washed away in Christ are the cutting words. Washed away in Christ is the guilt of all of those painful moments that you wish you could take back. And now as you look forward to your blessed calling as a mother or a grandmother or a great-grandfather, great-grandmother, your shepherd will give you what you need. By his gospel, he will forgive you. By his promises, he will strengthen you. By his word, he will guide you. And by means of your brothers and sisters in Christ, he will lift you up when you need lifting up. The Lord is your shepherd, moms. 
and he will give you what you need. Your shepherd gives what you will need. This promise is for mothers. And this promise is for all of us. Remember that Psalm 23 is not some private song that that David wrote simply for his own benefit. God the Holy Spirit moved David to write this so that it would become part of the hymnal of God's Old Testament people. In addition, Ezekiel chapter 34 reflects the content of Psalm 23. When the Lord himself promises, as he says, to take care of his people as a shepherd takes care of his sheep. Therefore, in times of trouble, God's people could sing the words of Psalm 23. And through these words, God would strengthen them and empower them to follow him as their shepherd. For the Lord was shepherd not only for David, but for all who were his through faith in the coming Messiah. In a a magazine that explains various aspects of farming, in a magazine that explains various aspects of farming, There's an article entitled, Can Sheep Live Without a Shepherd? Can Sheep Live Without a Shepherd? And and the short answer from that article is is no. Domesticated sheep cannot live without their shepherd. And then the article goes on to give various reasons why. Here's some of the reasons. Reason number one, sheep are hot-wired to meander when they walk. They don't walk, they, they meander because... As they walk, they, they want to see what's ahead, but th- th- they also want to see what's behind them, so they, they meander. Well, that becomes a problem when it ties in with reason number two, because reason number two is that they are also hotwired to follow each other. And, and so if one sheep meanders away from where they need to be, there's a good possibility that a bunch of the other sheep are just going to follow along. Reason number three Regardless of whether they realize it or not, they are easy targets for predators. Reason number four, without the care of a shepherd, the health, the life of a sheep becomes unhealthy and miserable. Their hooves can keep growing so that after a while it's difficult for them to walk and then their wool can keep growing, growing and growing until it becomes this choking weight and it's filthy and matted and full of parasites and eventually that can lead to worms and disease. And reason number five, when a sheep becomes spooked, its impulse can be simply to run away. Run away in any direction. And then once it gets lost, it grows agitated and panicky and gets even more lost. Sheep cannot live without their shepherd. Well, brothers and sisters, just like sheep, you and I... You and I 
in our sinful weakness. We just have this hot-wired genius to meander and to wander and to forget, to forget that, uh, that our need for our good shepherd is urgent and constant. And so how has it been for you lately? Have you felt as if you have meandered? Have you felt as if a predator has quietly been targeting you for a while? Have you sensed that your soul over time has grown unhealthy and miserable? Have you felt as if all kinds of, uh, of burdens over time have just been growing like, like, like filthy, matted, heavy, choking wool ready to smother you? And do you feel as if you've gotten a little lost? But then in your agitation and your anxiety and your distress, you've managed to make yourself even a little bit more lost? Jesus calls. Your good shepherd calls to you and me. Hear his voice. Come to me, he says. Come to me. You who are weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. And our shepherd is worth following, isn't he? Our shepherd is worth following. He's the one who came to us. He's the one who came to live in our place. He's the one who took upon himself all of our, all of our sins of meandering upon himself, and he paid for them in full. He's the one who rose from the dead. And so when his voice says, I am the way, follow me, we can. Empowered by his love for you and me, we can. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Amen.